turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Thank you for joining us. In today's world, there is much confusion as to what defines family, and Satan is determined to keep it that way. The good news is that the children of God have victory because we know that the family, as designed by God, will not be destroyed. As the Bible says, put on the whole armor of God, stand firm, set the spiritual tone, and be the role model for your families to the glory of God, thereby establishing legacies for your future generations. Listen with Bible pen and paper handy as Pastor Rander encourages us. Choose the appropriate time and location to address issues. Choose the appropriate time and location. Use discernment when it comes to addressing family issues. Use discernment. Be wise. Satan is a specialist in getting you into an argument at the wrong time in the wrong place. Have you ever got an argument in a place you wish you hadn't got an argument and you didn't see it? You got ambushed and you started fighting over the doggonest little thing. And you just said, man, how did we get here? And all, I mean, y'all mad at each other. I mean, you mad. It, it, am I talking to anybody in here? Listen, I'm going to tell you something. Refuse to play in that devil's hand and let him pick the time of the fight and the place of the fight. Don't you place it. Don't, no, 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 no. I, you know, and when you see it coming, you say, you know what? I see what's coming. One of y'all got to have the wisdom enough to say, you know what? I see where this is going. And, and you know what, honey? We're not going to let this go there. This is just not time because God has so much on our place to do today. Let's address this later. This is not time. Let us think about this, pray about this. Let's put this on the table and let's ask God to give us a time and a place to address this. Because when you're addressing something at the wrong time in the wrong place, man, you'll kill each other. You know, you'll be at each other. And don't, let, don't you let Satan choose the time and the place on you. He don't dictate the affairs of your family. At least he shouldn't be. Number four, listen, in dealing with conflict in the home, go and be reconciled to your spouse. Even if it's on a job, uh, 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 dealing with uh, supervisors and employers, and uh, the co-workers and, and in the school with students and teachers and neighbors and all these kinds of things in the neighborhoods and all kinds of things. Go and be reconciled. There are parents who need to be reconciled to children and children to parents. There are spouses, husbands and wives that need to make up. There are, there are uh, uh, extended relatives you need to make up with, co-workers, your brothers and sisters in Christ and church. Instead of sharing how you feel with others, who are not involved, go directly, lovingly, and graciously to those with whom the conflict exists and seek peace for the sake of Christ and unity in the family or church or whatever. You know, what we often do is we go and tell people our issues 
And the person that you're in conflict with don't even know you're mad at them. They're not even aware that you got that, 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 that there's a problem. And you're telling everybody else, and they're telling everybody else, and people are gossiping about it, but you haven't even gone to the person who hurts you. You need to go to the source in the spirit of Christ, in the spirit of love, in gentleness and meekness. Matthew 18, 15 speaks of that. Moreover, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he hears you, you have gained your brother. In other words, and you know, so so you go to the person, and y'all go alone. Nobody else should be involved in that. Only way you involve other persons is when you all cannot resolve it amidst yourselves. Then you seek spiritually mature help who knows how to seek uh, who keep how to keep confidentiality. And like I said last week, parents never fuss, fight, and argue before your children. I can't say that enough. You'll, you'll, you never do that. If you have a disagreement, you wait till they go to sleep. You wait till they're not around and you talk, talk about your issues and you never play one child against another in a fight. We never do. Hey, hey d- didn't I say that little Joe? You know, you tied him in to the husband wife spat. No, don't put them in that. Don't have them trying to take sides in parental fights. That's the worst thing you could do. You're teaching them to do the same thing in their relationships, in their marriages in the future. Uh, Romans 12, 18 says, if it is possible, so, you know, and that's condition. If it's, it's not always possible, but if it is possible, as much as depend on you, you, not everybody else, live peaceably with all men. As much as it depends on you, you do whatever it takes to create peace and unity and harmony in your home, on your job, in the church, or wherever you are, you be an agent of peace. You promote peace. The Bible says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Number five, husbands and wives, let me say this to you. Do not bring up old related things that you fought over in the past in the present issue. Trying to deal with too many unrelated issues hinders conflict resolution. Focus on the present and the future and avoid bringing up or dwelling on the past. Stick with the present issue at hand and aim for a more peaceful future. And you know what happens? When you start bringing up stuff from four and five years ago and to the issue you're addressing right now, that, that, that's you bring that up because of bitterness, because you haven't truly forgiven. And so you pile on that, on the issue, and sometimes people pile four and five things in layers on top of each other. And all of a sudden, you got an explosion. It's called piling on. And that becomes very destructive in conflicts. So make sure that you govern yourselves accordingly in that regard. Number six, Listen, listen to each other and hear each other out completely from the heart. You have to listen to each other and hear each other out from the heart, which means we must, A, listen. I'm teaching you how to listen now. 
Let others speak without interrupting. And what you do before your spouse can finish talking, some of you have butted in and you putting your two cents in before you really heard them out. It's getting quiet in here now. Let others speak without interrupting. Please, for heaven's sake, do that. Don't interrupt. Some of you spouses, there are men who, there are some men who can out-talk their husbands, out-talk their wives. Let me get that straight right quick, because you know that's really pretty dumb. There are men who can out-talk their wives, and there are some wives can give five pages worth of words before the man can spit out one sentence. And so what I'm saying is this, is that you need to be able to speak without interrupting. B, if it helps you listen better, keep paper handy to jot down points so that you won't forget what you need to say. Because sometimes they'll come in with you with four and five and six different things as it relates to that issue. And you don't want them to go undealt with. So what you want to do is get pen and paper and you want, as that person is speaking, write them down so that you can go back and readdress those issues one by one in the spirit of Christ. So that once this thing is settled, everybody is at peace and satisfied. C, it is imperative that we commit ourselves to listening even when it is painful. Sometimes hearing the truth about ourselves doesn't make us feel too good. Sometimes the truth hurts. And some of you, the truth be told, you never really hear the truth because you can't take the truth because of how you are going to respond. So you never hear the real truth about yourselves. And if you don't hear the real truth about yourselves, how can you be helped? The truth be told, your husband or wife know you better than anybody else on this side of heaven apart from Jesus Christ. They live with you. They sleep with you. They eat with you. Everything. They know you. And if they can't tell you the truth about you, then tell me who can. Who can. I just put it down in your face. When is the last time you heard the real gut truth about you? Without responding, without getting mad, without blowing up, without going on a silent kick, and you won't talk for three weeks. See? And if not, the next question is, why? Why? It's pretty quiet in here now. Let me go on. <laughs> D. Listening lets your spouse know you are sensitive to his or her needs and that you really care. When you are listening, it displays your sensitivity toward your spouse. When you are listening, it puts on demonstrate it, it demonstrates to your spouse that you really care about what's being said. You see? E. Listening, 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 listening lets your spouse know that he or she is valued and appreciated. 
When you listen to your spouse, you're saying, I value you. I appreciate you. I affirm you through my listening to you. And when you're listening to her, you don't have the remote con- or him. You don't have the remote control. You don't have a book half read somewhere. You don't have your eye on the computer. You don't have some Blackberry and some things are going on. No, shut everything off. Look at him or her in the eye. Smile and let them talk. Let them talk. You know, I wish to God that I heard these kind of messages at y'all age. I'm jealous of y'all because y'all getting things that I didn't get when I was y'all age. Y'all so blessed. It's just, I don't know what to say. I don't know. How many of y'all wish y'all had got this 30 years ago, 20 years ago? Oh, you'd have saved yourself a lot of trouble and your gray hair wouldn't have gone gray so you had to color it so fast. Listen, Listening lets your spouse know that he or she is valued. I love you enough to listen to you. I appreciate you so much until I listen to you. You bring so much value to me until I'm bound to listen to you. Matter of fact, I'm I'm upset and I'm perturbed when I can't listen to you. Because we are soulmates. You are my spouse. You're my lover. You're my best friend. You're my always. And you know, that makes a difference. People want to be heard. Number seven, this is another, we're going to transition out of listening now. Seek to be unselfish and seek the interest of the other. Seek to be unselfish and seek the interests of the other. Philippians 2, 4 says, let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. In other words, it's not about you. It's about your wife. It's not about you. It's about your husband, wife. And when you, the husband seeks the wife interest and the wife seeks the husband's interest, uh, interest that, that's, a, that's a wonderful environment for oneness and unity. Let me say this as it connects with this point. Unity cannot come until there is a shift from self, from being self-centered to being Christ-centered. Unity cannot come until there is a shift from being self-centered to being Christ-centered. Christ-centered. Being Christ-centered causes self-centeredness to diminish and to wane away. Last but not the least, this is a big one, so I saved it for last. Examine your motives in the conflict. An impure motive is one of the primary reasons for conflict. Examine your motives. Proverbs 16.2 says in the New Living Translation, people may be pure in their own eyes. But the Lord examines their motives. In other words, just because somebody seems right in their own eye don't mean they're right. When you look at the motives, it just defiles everything. And you know what destroys relationships and create all kind of havoc in families is ill motives, wrong motives, manipulation, control, 
hidden agendas. No marriage can really thrive with hidden agendas. You, you, you can't have hidden agendas. You can't have hidden checking accounts and hidden investments accounts. And you got stuff in your life that your spouse don't know about. And you're playing games. And then you expect to have trust? Hitting agenda. Scheming. The worst thing you can ever do is scheme on your spouse. You're one flesh. When you scheme on your spouse, you're scheming on yourself. Satan is the author of schemes and strategies. Trying to get the upper hand. You know, what what breaks down the whole unity of the spirit is lies. Lies are a breeding ground for Satan to do his best work. After all, he's the father of lies. Husband, the worst thing you can do is lie to your wife. Wife, the worst thing you can do is lie to your husband. Children, the worst thing you can do is lie to your parents. Your parents feed you. They put a roof over your head. You can go in the refrigerator and pull out food. They clothe you, and then you turn around and lie and deceive them? Lying, lying is deadly, is disastrous, is dangerous. You can't, listen, if that's been hurt, if that's been unfaithfulness, the only way that that thing can be restored is through forgiveness and through the person who committed the offense living continuously, consistently in the truth. In the truth, I mean, you habitual truth teller. God has transformed your lies into truth. Because when you lie, you got to tell another lie to cover up the lie you told, and you got to have a good memory when you're lying. Because you got to remember what you said three months ago and maybe three years ago, and then people start picking up these inconsistencies and then find out the, the reports aren't adding up. You know? You t- I mean, a lie will take off while truth is still strapping up its boots. But truth will eventually catch up with that lie. Oh, maybe not that day, maybe not two weeks. Sometimes the truth won't catch up because it's, t- it's taking off so fast. The truth don't catch that lie until three years later. All of a sudden, that lie come out. Honey, I'm faithful to you. I ain't messing with nobody but you. But then your spouse get a sexually transmitted disease. That's the word. I mean, that's like, you, that's deceptive. And you brought herpes, uh, AIDS, a gonorrhea, and all this stuff home to your husband or your wife because you're hanky-panking around in sin. You got to be a one woman's man. You're not no sugar daddy, you're Christian. You're not a sugar mama, you're Christian. You can't be living out, and then you got these other folk, they ain't gonna get married, they just gonna live together and do their thing. Talking about there's nothing wrong with living in the same house. Listen, I will let nobody touch me that ain't committed to me. You ain't gonna breathe in my face, and you don't have an ounce of commitment. You go get you some license. I'm worth license. I'm don't listen. If you got dignity, they they need to listen. Prove your dignity. Hey, no, no, no. I ain't your slouch. You go get like we gonna get married. We gonna do this thing right. We ain't gonna just shack up and have sex and live like we married. No, that's the spirit of the age. You come here and join this church and you're not married. We put your membership on hold. We work through those issues. 
and help. If somebody got to leave that house, get out that house, or you got to get go through counseling and get married. We're not going to just take you in any kind of way. Church got standards. Church got standards. You know, folk get mad. I'm not going to get let you get mad at me because I'm taking a position. Well, you know, you know, you show y'all know there's all that stuff going on up there. I'm not going to let you get mad at me about politics and mad at me about this. You get mad at me, you get mad at me because I told you the truth. Only the truth going to set folk free. And see, it's lying. Lying is a breeding ground for Satan to work. Unity and peace cannot come in that marriage until there is transparency. I mean, you are a real husband and a real wife, and you operate in authenticity. Unity and peace can't come until you are honest with each other. I mean, honest. I'm transparent. Unity and peace can't come until you have integrity. My cell phone laying around, my wife, my phone rang. I don't get jittery and nervous because my wife answered my cell phone because she might see a certain name in that phone that don't belong in that address. I don't care. She can answer my phone. I can answer her. She can scroll and do whatever she wants. She can go in my drawer. She can go in my closet. She can go in the attic. She can go wherever she wants to go. She can, she can go through the insulation if she wants to. I don't care. And when she come out, I say, did you find anything, honey? No. And all God's children said, Amen. Only folk who ain't right get nervous. Only folk who got something to hide get nervous. You know, but when you live in truth and operate on the basis of truth, you can sit there with a toothpick and pick your teeth and say, honey, you want to look in that room? You, you just start pointing out things. You just point out things. You just, you just so, you so kick back and relax because you know it's no, you know you're, re, you're the real deal. And oh, how wives are hungering for husbands who are the real deal. And husbands who are hungering for wives who are the real deal. He said, what's the real deal? What you see is what you get. And integrity is what you are when nobody's looking. My wife and I were out of town a few days ago. We got back in last night. But I've gone places and around the world up, and she nowhere around. But I'm not looking at no pornography. And I don't have no call girls coming in my room. And I don't let nobody in my room but the maid, and I'm going to keep the door open then. <laughs> Amen. Keep the door open. And I'm going to witness to her and give her a Bible track. You know, if I can't speak Spanish, I say, hey, Suze, hey, Suze, and give her something. You know? Yeah, yeah. Your wife ought to trust you wherever you are. That's a whole lot of energy. And I don't understand how some of you all can finance two households. Mess around, side with two, sideline, cuckabines. You, how you get that much money? Y'all got to tell me, how do you get that much money? I mean, my wife is expensive. When I get through helping her with the hair and helping her with the nails and the spas and when I get through helping with the lights and the gas and the utilities and the, the, the mortgage and all this other stuff, I'm broke. I'm broke. I don't have nothing for another woman. I am broke. I'm broke. 
I'm broke, a uh, broke preacher. You know, at least, at least I'm broke on the right person. That's where my wife, she break me, she's worth breaking me. She's worth breaking me. My wife broke me. Good. At least you're your wife. Some of y'all, you're divvying out to this and that on the side. I can't bring all the, the bacon, the salary home. You know, you don't have to, you don't have time for that. Don't have time for that. Oh, God, help me preach this message. Hidden agendas, schemes, lies, are breeding ground for Satan to do his best work. Unity and peace cannot come apart from transparency, apart from honesty, and apart from integrity. And you who just got married... You get integrity as fast as you can get it. Start living that life. Start confessing and repenting and get right with God. And perhaps you're here today and you're in a mess. You say, Pastor, I heard you preach, but it's, I've already made my mess. And it's so bad. Matter of fact, I've lost my marriage. I'm on the brink of the divorce. I, I've, I've, I've blown it. Let me tell you something. You can't get so bad off that the grace of God and the blood of Jesus can't wash your sins and make you whole again. As a matter of fact, God is able to put the broken pieces back together again. He's able. But you got to surrender your life. You got to him. You got to come to him on his terms and his terms alone by grace through faith. Christ alone, faith alone, grace alone, Jesus alone. He's the way, he's the truth, he's the life. And you got to come up here and say, Lord, I surrender because I want to be a wonderful child to my parents. I surrender, I want to be a wonderful husband to my, to my wife, a wonderful wife to my husband. I want to be a wonderful brother or sister as a sibling or whatever, a wonderful coworker or a neighbor. Of, uh, I want to be a wonderful brother or sister in Christ. And God will savage your life. And he will transform your life. And God wants to rescue your relationship before it is too late. I don't care if your relationship, look, look, look up here. I don't care if your relationship, it doesn't matter where your relationship is hanging on a string. I mean, it's, about, it's hanging on a string and the string is half broke. You know what? God can take that half broke string and begin to string it together. And then put another string around that string. And then another string around that string, a three-strand cord is not easily broken. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And all of a sudden, he began to tie y'all together so tight that all the demons in hell can't untie you. It's not too late. If you give God your life and surrender to the guidelines and principles of this book, God is a restorer of broken relationships. God is our stronghold. God is our refuge. God is our strong tower. God is our deliverer. God is our healer. God is our provider. God is our everything. He gave his only begotten son to die in our place for our sins. God gave his all for us. As his children, we are obligated to give our all for him. We must remember the Lord our God. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching by Pastor Rander, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church located in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683.